Hello and welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. I am your weekly host, Joe Debra, and our topic for discussion today is healing through music. Friends, we have a very wonderful guest with us, and he's in the person of Minister Denzel Ajiman Prempe. Minister Prempe is a Ghanaian-born gospel musician and a pastor. As a matter of fact, he is the founder of Heartbeat Music um, in Ghana. He is a proud father and a loving husband, and most importantly, he loves the Lord. Friends, I believe we will be blessed today with his expertise and his wisdom. So, healing through music. Everybody seems to love music. In fact, I personally do have a saying that I coined a few years ago, that he who loves music loves life. And even though I coined this phrase not too long ago, the story or the foundation for this saying is something that actually happened in my childhood. You know, growing up, every weekend, my father will bring out his stereos or his boombox, as we called it at that time, to the outside porch when we will be working in the garden and things like that. And so one very sunny afternoon, I leave the garden and say, I'm thirsty, I'm going home to get some water. Now, when I came out to the yard, to my surprise, there was this big snake coiled over on the speaker. And you can imagine how frantic I would have been at that time. So I basically ran screaming. In fact, I think I ran so fast I could have won the gold medal. <laughs> but when I went and told my father that there was a snake on the uh, speaker or the stereo, something very interesting happened. I was expecting him to do what every father would do and try to go kill the snake. But my father did not do that. He looked at me, smiled, and said, Joe, well, even snakes like music. So what I will tell you is that no matter what you do in life, make sure you always have a song. Now, friends, I learned a very valuable lesson on that day. And as I grow and uh, through education and schooling, I've come to realize the importance of music in the life of every single person. Mm. Hence, the phrase that I coined a few years ago, that he who loves music loves life. In fact, research has shown that listening to music can reduce anxiety, reduce blood pressure, and even in some cases, reduce pain. Obviously, we all know that we use music to help us sleep at night, it makes us feel better. And then if you hear your favorite all-time song, a lot of people's reaction is, that's my jam. Also, research shows that music actually does improve our mental um, awareness and alertness and improves our memory. However, the sad part is that there's very limited understanding in the scientific world as far as how music is able to do this in the brain or for any individual. Experts, in fact, are still trying to understand how the brain can even hear music and in some cases play music. All we know so far is that whenever there is a sound or music from a stereo, it does put out vibrations in the air. And these vibrations travel through the air as sound waves. And as these sound waves um, get into the ear, they are somehow in some way put in the brain to make music. As uh, we talk right now, major institutions such as John Hopkins have uh, re tried to research this and they've actually 
had about a dozen jazz players and rappers uh, improvise music when they put them in a functional MRI machine. But friends, we are not here to talk about the logistics of this. So let's bring in our guest, Minister Denzel Prempre, as he helps us to kind of understand how we will be able to get healing through music. Because let's face it, whether we know how it works or not, music does bring healing. So Minister Prempre, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Uh thing that we would keep it Denzel for now, like I said, but it's awesome. And thank you. I'm, I'm so humbled that I have the opportunity to be able to um, share my thoughts um, and my perspectives, not just as a, a minister of the gospel, but also as a human being. You know, that's very important. I think that when we're able to, di when we're able to dissect it that way, and then I can top up with a little that I know um, being in life. Don't be deceived by this gray hair. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you yeah so i mean uh denzel um yes, though we don't know exactly all the benefits of music or all the importance of music and how it comes about there is no arguing that music actually does impact whoever listens to it mm -hmm. so what about music makes it so important in our daily lives well, thank you very much. I'll, I'll first of all come from the perspective I think you were talking about, and you are in the medical field, so you would you would you would either debunk my theory or accept my theory when I'm not, <laughs> but at least with the little that I've done about the little music study that I've done, the little music research that I've done, and also being in that field, I can I think that um, there are some I hear uh, based on research, it said that um, endorphins are actually released. You Correct know, when music is. When music is played and that has been tested and that has been proven so if yes. endorphins uh, are coming which comes from the pituitary gland which i know has something to do with the brain those of you who are in that circle and it means that your cns that one at least i learned in my little childhood science so that i know, <laughs> you know yeah that is your central nervous system and you know your automated nervous system system has a way of um you know interpreting music and so just to to think about it with anybody who believes, uh, who knows that anything which is proven is factual. That's one of the factual things that music has come to do. And and indeed, there was um, a study they did um, in the University of Kansas, you know, I think I read about it some time ago, that they put um, people who suffered from Alzheimer's, you mm -hmm. know, and grouped mm -hmm. them in, in rooms. And, from, and, 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 and also they also did people who are old, you know, from the ages of 63, I think, to 80 or something, grouped them. And whilst they did this, they grouped them in such a way that people who have had extensive study in music or engage in music or listen to music and mm. those who do not. And they realized that people who actively listened to music or had any um, relation to do with music had a higher chance of recollecting anything and everything that they probably might have you know, gone through and their memory was sharper than anyone who was not really engaged in anything musical. In fact, they juxtaposed it with the fact that even in, 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 in some research, they put stroke patients together and they, mm -hmm. they, they said, okay, these ones we are going to see how they are going to listen to music. And these ones we are just going to let them listen to audio books and let's see the effect. The people with the audio books, their, you know, their temperament really didn't change because you know, when you are in such a, um, a state. Sometimes your emotions can get a better state of you. But those who listen to music actively had a, 
um, especially slow tempo music had had some form of a calm you know mood and it in, indeed helped the uh, healing another research did point out that uh, there was a i think back surgery of some people and then they decided to okay let's incorporate this in our surgery room after they are after they've come out let's give it to them i think it's a finished study i, I read about it some time ago and I, mm. today i was trying to find it so i can give but if i find it, i'll send you the link so that you can read because it's always good to be to read some facts you know and 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 these these things make you understand the essence of music for those of us who are spiritual uh those of us who who are uh, um, who love the one true god yahweh or whatever god that you you possess to believe in you get to understand that music has always played a role in worship when mm -hmm. you want to set an atmosphere we call it atmosphere for you to probably connect with the divine normally it's through music and for me as a as a as a preacher i would use an example of saul the bible says that when saul was disturbed and perturbed by evil spirits then he called he said he didn't ask for the people to come and lay hands and pray on him he said i need a minstrel somebody to come and to come and play for me and if mm. you understand the history of the romans anytime they they were about to go to war they had war chants anytime it's not only the romans even where i come from back home in ghana uh, if you're from my area we, we call something the asafu songs they are war chants they, mm -hmm. they prop you up for the war and then there are dirges that are sung in funerals you know imagine this even as an individual when that girl broke your heart some time ago when you before you <laughs> Before you come back, you you probably will put in some you know some music that relates to your situation. That's so that Bob Marley is one of the people that we we say has revolutionized a lot of political um, places with. And there was another gentleman called Fela from Nigeria. You know those Correct. people used music as a tool because they are because they understood the essence of music transcending without you necessarily paying attention to the to the right apps after until after a while so another um another doctor says that we have st we started listening to music a long time ago when we we're in our mother's rooms because we are listening to the rhythm of our mother's heartbeat wow. <laughs> you know? so I, when i read that i was like that may be true because you see and and for me as a as a music pastor also i remember when um, when my kids were all in my wife's belly you know I remember I would go out, try sing to them, you know, play, mm. you know, and naturally now they, it's not because of what they do. They love music because of the fact that they, they heard it. It's like a language that they heard way back. So mm. how do we know that these things have effect apart from the scientific realm? Simple, a simple test I'll give everybody. When you are down, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Song. You want to slot in a music. You want to find something you're related to in music. So mm -hmm. music is one of the, that's why we call it a universal language. Correct. It is something that if you don't even understand the lyrics or the, the, the language or from which, or the country from which it's from, because of the sound waves and mm -hmm. sound waves have a way, depending on how you shoot them, how you use them, it has a way of um, heightening your emotions or dampening your emotions and there are so many instruments and what happens is that when i play a, a, a fast tempo song mm -hmm. it's easy to make you jolly when i play something which is a slow tempo song it puts you in a state of wanting to 
to figure something out. So it's mm. a, and it puts you in a state of nostalgia, you know, and all of them have a way of bringing you into cognizance of the real life. You of what you're yeah. in. So music is as, as to the lay person. That's why from the, the, the old age till now, the way you bring people together is music. If you want to divide people too, you can use music. So the question is, what kind of music are you listening to? Is it the one that heals you or the one that destroys you? So I mean, wow. that'll be wow. my intro onto what I want us to probably break it into. You actually um, kind of led us into a very um, interesting um, part, and that will be my next question to you. But uh, let me um, give some factual data also to what you oh, said. So um, back in 1993, there was an article actually published in the um, National Library of Medicine um, mm. by the University of California, where they, um, they described this phenomenon called the Mozart effect. Um, everybody knows Mozart um, as one of the most prolific um, musicians who ever walked the face of this planet. And um, basically at the time, uh, the study basically um, kind of grouped patients into exposure to Mozart's uh, music for about 10 minutes a day. And then the control group did not have the Mozart music. Um, a lot was said at that time, and though it have not been proven or uh, been substantiated, they basically did allude to what you just said, that music can bring people together or can calm you down, or music can hype people up. And so um, the, the question is, do all kinds of music or forms of music bring healing? And if no, then what kinds of music are we talking about here? All right, I'll give you a very clear example. Um, not to disrespect anybody, but then when the gymnast or when the um, athlete wants to train, wants to get propped up, mm -hmm. or even the cyclist, let's use a cyclist because most of us know that. And most of the times they have earbuds in their ears. Correct. And you're going on a long distance. If you go and play, if you go and put an audio book in the person's ear, mm. when he's going for, when he's doing that, Paris, Paris cycling thing, you know, the whole, and you are, you put say an audio book and you're just talking about things. His focus is not the same as when you put music and indeed the kind of music you put, if I put music, which has positive uh, affirmations and is mm. high tempo and it, it myself, when I go to the gym, and you give me a dirge, that's not why I'm going to play a dirge in a, a dirge is a, is a song that is sung in funerals or, mm. you know, and there's mm. no way I'm going to be, I'm going to be umped and, you know, riding that. But when you put in something which is fast beat and, or the tempo is faster, which heightens me, that's why when you watch the Olympics, I'll give you a clear example. When you watch the Olympics, they are always playing music in the background. Why? Mm. Because it has a way of propping up and the athletes and leveling the playing field. That is why even when they are doing the ice skating in the Olympics, you realize that the choice of song determines how the ice skater choreographs what he wants to choreograph and Correct. bring out the message. Um, just recently, the whole war going on in Ukraine and Russia, there's one Ukrainian uh, um, artist who went into the rumbles uh, of Ukraine and sang just uh, uh, one of their folk songs. 
And it because of the because of the dead silence of the place, it reverberated as though he was in an amphitheater. On on just social media, I think within a week or two, he garnered more than hundred point um, one point five million li like listenership wow. for just that. And it's a pop. The thing is, music when set at the right moment and the right time has a way of turning things around for you. So, is it every music we can listen to? Any person that you know that has probably called himself a gangster, that's why I said no disrespect to anyone, but has called himself, you know, related to the, 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 the gun world, uh, you know, they have a certain type of music they will want to listen to. Mm. And most of them have alluded to that fact that it heightens them to a certain point. Now, right. you've heard people say that when I listen to this music, in quotes, my alter ego, so it means I don't become myself. I become what the music is presenting to me. So mm -hmm. if I'm listening to a music that has only swear and curse words, I am going to come out growing up to want to vibrate those curse words and live mm -hmm. my life based on that. So that's, wow. so there is bad music and there is good music, such as there is sacred music and there's one which is not sacred. Anything right. which is sacred is something that brings you into a form of holiness, brings you to a form of... So if I am listening to a music that is, it tells me that all I have to do is squeeze a girl and hold a girl and I am conscientizing my emotions so that when I meet one, that that's why most of the time, I know some married couples who will tell you when we're about to make love, we set the mood with right. self. Right. So that is a way to set the mood for them. Music has a way of setting for use of a better word, setting the mood. So the mm. question is, what kind of mood do you want to be in? Okay, okay. So what kind of mood? Like you said, that music is life. You gave the example of how the snake coiled around because the snake had something that it was bubbling to. The snake is also a mammal. You are, you and I are mammals. We, mm -hmm. we are, the only thing is we, we are superior mammals, like they call us, you know. So <laughs> we, we, at least we can think straight, but if you know that the chirpings of a bed hmm. can make you calm in the morning, or even the chirpings of a bed or the whistlings of a bed can let you know it is 5 o'clock or 5 a.m. in the morning, then you should know how much music has its own embodiment in life. <laughs> wow. wow. So, so, yes, the kind of music you listen to can either bring you affirmation depression or anxiety most persons who have been linked to violent life always tell you they listen to some type of music which has a lot of violence in it and that mm. that is not something that um, um, uh, research has to tell you it's something that we've all seen because when they uncover their buildings when they've done whatever you see some types of music and they are more influenced by the dark nature of the music so wow. music can bring light music can take you into a dark place can really release you off the pain because that's what the endorphins will be doing mm -hmm. or once you stop and you listen to other music it would also release that same kind of emotions to heighten those anxieties or to heighten those depressions so it is very that's why when you go to a hospital per se most of the times, the music they have is something calm. Yes. Something yes. with some pianos, some, you know, you know, you, you won't hear hard rock music in the, 
you know, in the hospital because it's like, hey, what are you doing here? So that's a clear example. So yes, wow. music has an effect on you. Wow. So then on Hour of Healing, um, uh, I will tell our listeners um, based on this that if you want um, to uplift your soul, there is a, a specific music you want to listen to. If you want to foster a feeling of joy or feelings of appreciation, there are specific uh, music you need to listen to. And correct me if I'm wrong, but if you want to foster feelings of compassion and love from what you're telling us, that there are specific music you want to listen to. So it's not just all be all affair, but that's the kind of music that you listen to um, that's stay your emotions towards a specific way. Exactly. But it, even when you say a type of music you want to listen to, your background must also guide you to the type of music you want to listen to because not mm. every type of music that has the same kind of tempo or that has the same kind of um, beat is related mm. to who you want to become. Correct. Correct. Actually, um, leads us to um, our next question and um, I'm picking most of these questions obviously from what you're saying because I think this is um, very insightful. Um, so the, the, the question is uh, that is there a specific attitude that we need to have uh, when we approach music in order to receive the healing that we want from it and I will give you a, a few instances for um, why I'm saying this because you did uh, allude to this earlier you talked about battle songs and things of that nature and um, with a little that I know um, in, in scripture there were several times that the people of God um, by singing praises in times of battle um, conquered the uh, enemies uh, then we talk about the walls of Jericho when you come to the New Testament, we talk about um, famously Paul and Silas when they have been beaten, thrown into jail. Um, that I mean, uh, my pastor described oh, it as they, they, they were in horrible pain. But in that moment, they decided to sing praises. And then uh, it says that the prisoners all listened. And so when freedom came, it just didn't come for the two people who were less, uh, who were singing, but for all the prisoners who were there. So uh, the question is, is there a specific attitude that we need to have um, or a, a specific environment that we need to be in in order to approach music and receive healing from it? Very important. I mean, I would have my bias because of my background. <laughs> I would have my bias. But before I go there, let me just take it through this approach. First of all, now, would you want to eat of an apple which is rotting or eat from a, an apple which is, which is wholly good? Okay. Wholesome one. The question is, what we have that no other, that no other entity has is choice. Wow. Even the Bible says the angels themselves, they don't have that choice because they are, be, they are being sent on our behalf. We, we, we have the mandate to be able to call on the angels to work on our behalf. So that I've made you a higher beings, a little bit above the angels. The scripture makes it clear. What God has given us is choice. So if mm -hmm. God has given us choice, then it means that there are certain things that you ought to do and certain things that you ought not to do. Correct. So there is, so I always tell people that the promises of God, which is, which is even without repentance has conditions. So for instance, it says, if my people 
in philosophy, Arab philosophy, in philosophy, we call it the if-then clause. He said, if my people who are called by my name, Muhammad, then the if-then clause is a conditional clause. Mm. It's free, but yes. it's a conditional clause. I'll use this again based on my, on, my, on my background again, not to be biased, but to explain something because that's the best way I can explain before I get in there. You see, once you say, Jesus, come into my life and save me, you are saying that you are ready to also take on his lordship. That's why when we're praying the grace, we say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So mm. you cannot only embrace his saving aspect and then leave mm. his lordship. Because True. then you don't want to, then it means you don't want to obey the rules. If I go and see Dr. Deborah and I, be, and I know that God has given Dr. Deborah the wisdom to be able to diagnose what is wrong with me and give me a prescription. The word here, key word here is prescription. And then Dr. Deborah gives me a prescription. And after he gives me the way I am supposed to take the medicine. So he's giving me principles for the prescription. If I go and take the drug out of the prescription and the principles is giving me, one, I'm not just only abusing the drug, I am also causing harm to myself. So wow. my, my thing is, what is my option? What is my choice? My choice is to follow and get the wholeness, that is eat the good of it, or don't follow and get the rotten part of it. So wow. are there types of music that you have to listen to? Yes. Any music that will not bring out the sacred nature of who you are and bring out the, the, bring out the fruits of kindness, of mm. joy, of mm. peace, of making sure you're putting people together. And this time I'm not talking about even being a Christian. I'm talking about hom homogenetically, like homogeneous matter. Any kind of music that will not spark you up in a way to bring people together to bring mm. people to know the goodness then you should understand that one that is not the type of music i must listen to number two any kind of music that will not lead you to appreciate in my state the one who honored you to give you life then you should know that that kind of music is something that i have to be very careful of wow. because if i do not i set a I set precedence for my body and for my inner being to react to that music because what you listen to you become tell me wow. a man and his atmosphere he's in and i can tell you the kind of friends he hangs around with wow wow so if i see you and i come into your company and i'm able to discern and observe how the people around you behave they talk about shooting they talk about killing they talk about i can tell without a doubt that you also would have that kind of violent nature in you if i come around you and you have people who are always talking about how can we give to the needy how can we give to the poor what i can tell without a doubt you have a charitable spirit in you wow and you would realize under every circumstance that when you go into that company they are playing a certain kind of music why? Mm. Because it sets them in the mood to think about what they want to do. So yes, there are types of music. If you listen to unwholesome music, you become unwholesome. If you listen to wholesome music, you become wholesome. If you listen to sacred music, you tend to become sacred. And one of the things that are sacred, if you listen to things which are not sacred, then you have the ability not to become sacred. Wow. Wow. 
Well, I, I think we, we, we have to have a sequel for this session, but we're not done yet, listeners, we're not. Um, before we go into the demonstration part, um, we, I want to actually ask you a question because in my um, own environment, I sometimes do hear people um, uh, sing, and when I hear people around me sing praises or joyful songs, it out uplifts me. So what would you say to the person who will say that, I don't sing because I'm shy or I don't have a voice or I don't um, listen to music because I can't sing. What would you say to them? Because, uh, I mean, everything you're telling us so far, that's point to people. So music has various compositions. We have the written aspect of the music and we have the plain aspect of the music and we have the vocalizing part of the music. So the singer would vocalize what is written and then what is composed. Mm. Uh, all right. And then all these form part of the creative part of music. So for the one who cannot sing, the melody is in your heart. Wow. The melody is in your heart. Music is poetic. So, you know, John Wesley that we know, um, a lot of Methodists who know, basically he wrote many. Do you know that David didn't write all the Psalms in the book? Some he apportioned to some of his musicians to write. Correct. So... There is a one who writes, and that's why in music composition, we have, we have rights going to the one who composes, the one who performs it, and the one who is also distributing it. So music, in its sense, is not only for the one who can sing. So I'll tell anybody, once you can write, because some people can write stuff, you can be poetic about it, write it. That's why the Bible calls it psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Psalms mm. are written down, and the psalmist converts it into hymns or spiritual songs. So please, for the one who cannot string a note or two together, still sing. God is not interested in how your, vo your vocal notes are going. But if you have a delight, then he expects you to better that aspect and make it. That's why congregational worship has got nothing to do with the voice and even sounds better and more spiritual than an individual singer. Wow. I mean, this is insightful. Uh, we will be continuing um, this section with the supplemental um, uh, upload, which we will have the demonstrations in there, and we, this will accompany our upload of the podcast. Uh, but my dear listener, um, this is uh, impactful stuff. Um, basically, what I'm getting from this is that if you don't know how to sing a music, you can write a music. If you don't know how to write a music, you can listen to a music. But at the end of the day, the right kind of music will set you up for the right attitude, the right emotions, and then it will have a positive impact on your life. So, yes, listening to music is good, but it's not every music that is good. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this week. We will certainly be continuing our discussions on music. I'm open to a part two. Yes, we will be having a part two. We will be having a part two.